Thank you for tuning in to the Far Better Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to please God now, so our eternity is far better. Here is your host, Michael Clark. Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark. Glad that you're taking some time to study the Bible together. For the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about dealing with suffering. And today we're ending our three-week arc, and I have exciting news. The last eight episodes of this season, we're going to do something a little different. I asked the co-director of my other half of, I guess, of co-director, Caleb Rutherford, if he and Jonathan Burns would be willing to come on the podcast and discuss the last eight episodes that I had about suffering. And that's exactly what we did. We recorded those actually before I've recorded episode 13. Life's just kind of funny that way. But I promise you, you're not going to. They're not very long minutes, but I think what we were able to get through in just those few minutes of studying together is incredibly beneficial to you. As always on the Scatter the Broad Network, we ask that you consider leaving us a rating and a review to stop for just a moment and share this podcast among the network as well with your friends and family members. Tell people that you know about this network and keep us in your prayers ultimately. There is a lot of stuff in the works for 2022, a lot of stuff coming up that we can't talk about yet. We're working on some stuff that we've done already that we're in the kind of final production areas of looking through and making sure everything's ready to roll and some things that we're still looking through. At the time that I'm recording this, it's August the 4th. And suffering is still a problem. It's never going to not be. But when we talk about this dealing with suffering, I want you to remember where we get to go. You know, when you go to a job interview and you talk to the company or the place that's going to hire you, usually we have a a couple of questions and concerns that we want to make sure are answered. The, The chief question among that is benefits of, you know, money. Can I be taken care of working for this company or working for this, you know, this dealer or whatever, you know, as as a, a car salesman, how do I work if I can't make a living, right? But the second question a lot of us want to know about is the benefits package that comes with it. You know, what's in it for me? You know, there's nothing wrong with saying that. You know, as a Christian, you and I are promised incredible benefits. If I die, you know where I get to go? It's in the name of the podcast. I get to go to something far better. I get to go be with the Lord. You remember the cross that we talked about last week and the horrible death that it was. All of that was done so that you and I could get heaven. In Acts chapter 4 and verse 10 through 12, it says, Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. 
This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. In verse 12 especially, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Not only do I get to go to heaven, there's a place being prepared for me. In John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3, Jesus said, Let not, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus gave us a great comfort. that you and I have a hope of eternal home. You know, a lot of us have had things canceled in life, and we look forward to events, or we look forward to something happening, and then something gets in the way. Maybe you got sick, and and it got canceled, pulled right out from under you. You wanted to do it, but you couldn't. You know, you don't have to worry about God canceling you after you've died. You don't have to live in, in fear that after you died, maybe God will change his mind and decide, I mean, I liked Michael, but I just don't think he needs a renewal. I've already been promised the renewal. I've already been promised heaven. And the question that so many people have and want to know is, is it really worth living a difficult Christian life? Because if heaven is so terrible, what's what's the point? And some people really want to make us believe that heaven is terrible because it's not real in their minds. There is no actual place that you and I can go where we'll be spared from an eternity of darkness. And in so many people's minds, we live, we die, that's it. And if heaven is terrible, why would anyone want to go there? In Revelation 21 and verse 4, it says, God shall wipe away every tear. From their eyes, there'll be no more death, sorrow, crying, no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Let me talk for just a few moments here about what heaven is. Heaven's a real place. You know, there's so much that you can find out there that's fictional. Books have been written that talk about these, you know, secret agents or whatever, and these individuals who... Our teachers, maybe even, you know, they have books that are nonfiction, or fiction, I should say, that even detail something as monotonous as digging holes. And they talk about these things as if they're real, but they're not. They're just figments of the imagination of the writers. But heaven's a real place. Heaven is a house that was not built by actual human hands. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 1. In truth, you and I can't even describe what heaven is. Not able to look at it, not able to figure it out. And what's so wonderful about heaven is in the second place, it's, it's a place of rest. As you and I consider life, so much of it's weariness, isn't it? We work constantly. 
and maybe hardly get a break. When one considers great men in the faith who have served faithfully for years, it's easy to understand why they're tired when they go. It's easy to understand why they seem to be exhausted. Well, they get to go to a place of constant rest. In Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 11, the Bible says, There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the, sum, to the same example of disobedience. And the theme verse for this podcast, Philippians 1, 21 through 23, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor, yet what I shall choose I, I can't tell. I'm hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. An interesting thing about the ministry of Paul is that he spent portions of his letters comforting Christians with what was to come, 2 Thessalonians 1, 7-9. And if a Christian really wants to know why we live that life of pain, sorrow, and death, and why it's worth enduring, they need to look at Revelation 21, 1-4. Looking to that holy city, to that place of rest. In the third and next to last here today, heaven's a righteous place. As great as resting's going to be, it wouldn't be possible without evil people being absent from heaven. Turn on the news for 10 minutes and see if you can stomach it. No, I'm not talking about any political things. I'm just asking you to consider all of the horrendous problems that are filling our minds now. There's so many people spending all of their time doing evil. But heaven's not inhabited by those people. The Bible says in Hebrews 5, 8, and 9 that though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, verse 9, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Those who are righteous instead of evil. Peter says in 2 Peter 3 and verse 13, Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Where I'm going, I can take comfort in the fact that we will be with those who are God's faithful. We will never worry again about some seedy character or a news feed full of worry and sin and problems. Finally, heaven's a reuniting place. One of our driving factors for heaven should be seeing those that we've lost along our journey to our resting place. I can think of so many people that have gone on to their reward. Some of them, when I thought that that would happen, they lived a long and full and faithful life, and they were able to make it to the end of their journey and get on to their reward, and others whose train got off at a station a lot earlier than I thought it would. These people were friends, mentors, and 
most importantly to me, that they were family in a lot of cases. But Hebrews 12, 22 through 24, tells us something very interesting. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. Verse 23, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to the God and judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus, verse 24, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. We have hope that this life is not the end. That this life doesn't have to be your only story. You have a sequel coming. What's it going to be? What's it going to be about? What, what are you and I going to be able to accomplish with the days that we have left? And you might say, well, the days we have left? I'm, I'm a young person. So were a lot of my friends. And they're gone. They're not here anymore. But I know where they went. And you can be there too. I hope and pray that you and I will see the importance of putting the Lord first in everything that we do. And making sure that we serve him. I'm thankful that you joined me today. This is my last episode that I'm recording for this year because, as I mentioned, episodes 14 through 21 are already done. It's a strange feeling, by the way, being done early with something. I am appreciative to each and every one of you for the support that you give the network, the support you give myself, my family, and everything we're trying to do here at Scattered Abroad. Keep us in your prayers for 2022. But until then, let's please God now so our eternity is far better. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.